Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Got a Minute Fan Podcast. I am your host, the Kamish, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Actively Lazy. How are you today, sir? I'm not doing the best. Oh no, are you getting some bad beats or what's going on? Man? Yeah, can you have a bad beat in baseball? This shit is unpredictable. Yeah, baseball. <laughs> uh, my guy, my, the guy I used to listen to a long time ago, not that long ago, but Steve Zabin, he used to be popular in DC and he used to be popular in Richmond. I think now he's like in Wisconsin. But he always said that baseball like it was like a game of Plinko. Do you remember that on The Price is Right? Yeah. Yeah, you just you just dropped a little uh little puck or dial down there and it slides through the notches and it goes your way sometimes and other times it doesn't go your way baseball is just especially on a day-to-day basis you can't it's baseball is just yeah but here i am (laughs) you try uh the ultimate numbers game uh the biggest news i suppose uh for our headlines would be the fact that kyrie irving is trying to join the lakers but if he can, he just uh, opted in. Literally, how long ago? Uh, let's see. I haven't seen that. Kyrie staying with the Nets was an hour ago. Nets star tells Shams he's picking up his thirty-seven million dollar player option and committing to Brooklyn after rumors he may leave. Bro, I just literally closed. I I, I put my I snoozed my ESPN alerts today because I was getting too many alerts. If people know how I ran this ship, I have hundreds of alerts that go off a day and i turned the espn alert off because it's like i had too many so i uh, finally turned it off and then an hour before we do the show he does it that's interesting so the initial feeling was before this was announced that but again like i never thought it was realistic because maybe it was like a a leverage thing or something but the fact that he's going to turn down $36 $36 million to get the mid-level exception. I guess that's what they're 8 to 12. I haven't updated myself on that to play for the Lakers because they couldn't afford to sign, do a sign and trade in his salary. The only team that really could do it was the Knicks that would want him. So I always thought that was a um, a realistic, kind of maybe unrealistic, but uh, more fun um, this year for the Nets with Kyrie. And it's not necessarily over yet because anytime he could say he wants out and they could want to trade him or whatever. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I'm done with this, dude. It's too much drama for somebody that doesn't win championships for you. It is as talented as he is. And, and I hate to say this, and it doesn't mean that he's not a phenomenal player, but is he really a difference maker? That's what I'm saying. Like, is he really one of the five guys? that can lead you to a championship as the best player. You, these people keep making concessions for these guys who are not on that level. Like LeBron should get these concessions. Durant to some extent should get these concessions. Giannis should get these concessions. Um, I mean, hell at this point, Curry should get these concessions. Joker even before. Yeah. Joker. Embiid maybe, you know, but Kyrie, no, no. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Like to me, it's not debatable. Like, yeah, he's a good player. He's a great player. But those are not the type of people that you let hold you hostage. The yeah. Kyrie's, the Hardens. Like, come on, man. This and the is fact ridiculous. that he doesn't even play that much. And the yeah, guy in the group was saying, you know, 
he he was comparing him to um but uh i'll show you his quote in a second or i'll tell yeah, you he's comparing him to frail body yeah but he was comparing it to frail body anthony davis but if you go back and you look is a very favorable comparison or, or a comparable comparison between the two of not even counting and it, it does count that he didn't get vaccinated but not counting the non-vaccinations Kyrie is hurt almost as much as Anthony Davis if not more I'd have to go look he's always been an injured player and needing rest so he's always been like that and then you add the craziness of not wanting to straight out play he, when he played for the Celtics he couldn't finish that playoff run didn't show up for that game seven they were pissed off with so i mean there's a lot of times that Kyrie Irving has not been available so availability is the best ability and for whatever reason this guy seems to never be available and he's a fucking distraction everywhere and and, and really he he i don't want to go as far as calling the c word the cancer but it's a lot but let me tell you what he said and you can react to it he says normal people keep the world going but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow i've made my decision to opt in see you in the fall a111 what is it a11 even I, I don't know what that means is that him is that i'm i don't, I don't know is that rap lingo i, I don't know but that's the quote that's how <laughs> <I find it. laughs> a11 even that's like <laughs> so anyway that that was his quote to to, to resign he's wild the only thing i like about him is that he trolls saltines. So I really enjoy that aspect of it. He upsets them so much. But other than that, he's useless to me. I have no need for Kyrie. I don't I don't care. I don't care. I mean, I just don't care. To me, uh I mean I know he does like some great things off the court that don't always get publicity. Yeah, like I I'm not disrespecting him as as a man just as an athlete and a ball player like you can get out my face <laughs> he I, I don't even understand man I, I don't understand I think it's like now I won't say that because he talks about his influence of his father influence of his father a lot so I can't take the father the father aspect but something in the way this man was 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 raised it's something something didn't hit right, man. Hey, I don't I don't understand. Something something just didn't. He just reminds me uh like he has crazy black uncle energy in his twenties. And that like that's just not normal, bro. Culturally speaking, culturally speaking, um the Kyries of, of most of our families get dismissed quite often. Yes, yes, like, <laughs> just saying. Talk about, it. yeah, like you're doing too much, man. Like, I, I don't know how else to put it other than like, just do you just damn, I sound white when I say just do your job, yeah. And they, <laughs> play they, basketball. They, usually, they usually run off in a huff, too, you know, they yeah. like, go out the house mad, go smoke some weed outside, whatever. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. Shaq is saying that he wants to own the magic. Evidently, with Byron Scott, I mean, not Byron Scott, Dennis, another shooter, though, another shooting guard shooter with a more famous uh, star, but uh, with Dennis Scott, who always liked Dennis Scott, but with Dennis Scott and, a, and obviously a manager team, you know, Shaq's got a lot of money, but he can't buy a damn basketball yeah. player. So, but I wonder how much a percentage he would own if he put that together. But I will tell you, as dumb as I think Shaq is, if it's one thing 
I don't know if it's his team or what. He does good. He's a good businessman. Yeah, no, he. I, I was saying that too. I was like, look, let Shaq do his thing, man. Because every time Shaq gets a hold of of any kind of like business side or something, he he does his thing. I, I just don't understand how somebody that is so limited intellectually. <laughs> so successful but i do think i'm not doing that i'm when not you're, doing that when you're a pitch man i mean he has a lot of opportunities coming all he's got to do is not fumble the bag you know how you we always say that saltines and we talk about saltine privilege and they get upset when they don't when they drop the bag and they can't take advantage of it it's kind of like that man you were famous you were blessed with all these skills a basketball player people like you like you just endorse stuff you know what i mean put your name on stuff pick the right stuff can't be that hard. I'm sorry. You can't get me to think Shaq is smart. No, and, and for real, for real, um, it, it could be his team, but I will give Shaq credit because guess what? There are folks out here who fumble the bag by just opening their mouth, not knowing when to shut up. And Shaq seems to know when to shut up. And Shaq just gets a pass because he said some like racist and homophobic things over the years. And everybody likes Shaq, so it's almost like Barkley. You get a pass. It's just like, oh, that's just Shaq, you know? So, you know, but I, I, it sounds like I'm hating on Shaq. I'm really not. I just. Sounds like you're hating on Shaq. I just don't respect him as a man. No. <laughs> no, I just don't respect his intellect. That's the thing. I mean, I don't think it's entertaining. I don't respect his intellect. I respect his game. You know, I have him higher than a lot of people do. Um, But no, I just don't. I don't see Shaq as some sort of great businessman. But whatever, more power to him. He'll join the magic and they'll still suck and we'll act like, you know, they'll hype it up like he's going to do something, but he won't. Uh, have you seen Skinny Luca? Skinny Luca playing of, for Slovenia. Of course, I have seen Skinny Luca. And, and of course, I am going to remind folks, just like I reminded Jeff, hey, James Harden was a beast internationally too. Showed up in shape, was a great contributor, the borderline star. I want to say it was uh, the FIBA. Mm. Um, tournament where he really came out as somebody that people could potentially build the team around that means nothing to me in relation to the NBA and it just shows that Luca cares more about his home country and, and, <laughs> and the national than he does the NBA he shows up every year out of shape and I had told somebody that the way he plays and how he acts in the NBA would not they would not go for that in, in Europe and look at him he's in shape he plays a different style of basketball when he's with his team uh, from Serbia, and and like he looks like he could be um, the star that these people think he is, you know, to me at least. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, there's there's still what four months until the season. Still got a long way to go. You can yeah. do all this, and you could uh, you could do all this and still come to uh, camp out of shape. And we'll we'll highlight. Uh, Marquee five one Billingsley. Is that a rap thing? Five one. You gotta help. Oh me. my god! Help man, me. It's just his name. Oh okay. I'm so, I'm sorry, man. I don't know this stuff. I'm just trying to. You know, it's the summertime. I don't have access to my students, so I'm not up. I'm not up, man. I'm just asking. So he says, and he actually now Billingsley has really need to make him all star. But he has good, thoughtful stuff most of the time. I don't always agree, but it's not idiotic. Uh, he says, I'm not a huge Luca fan or anything. But this is the year I put my money on him for MVP. He still has the media buzz from the playoff run. I think this will be the first year he comes in in shape. If he comes in in shape, who knows? But we'll see. And I said, which is very historic, 
Gonna need to be a top seed. At least that's how it usually works. And then this idiot, this idiot named Ryan Belknap. I can't stand this dude. I'm a, he, he probably not gonna listen to the podcast. I can't stand this guy. He's an idiot and he's a Boston fan. He says, was Jokic. So that's one person in almost the history of the award. The reason why I said that is usually a top seed. And I even said, at least that's how it usually works. So I'm already covering the exception. So the people that don't understand English, I have a hard time with. And the fact that Joker, even though he was a sixth seed, he had a better record than the two other candidates in the East. And he had like all-time great advanced metrics. That's why Joker won it. Is Ryan smart enough to understand that? No. So then he says, Ryan says, what did he say? Uh, I told him, I said, Kareem, Westbrook, and Joker are the only ones since 1978 or so. Again, the word usually. He said, I don't think she matters as much as it used to be. In my book, unfortunately, they tend to look at stats too much for MVP. So we already have more idiocy. And then I said, I just told you the last 40 years, three lower seeds have won. Who cares what you think? The evidence is alive with your thinking. I don't think the sun's coming up tomorrow, but it's gonna. Like, I don't understand why people are that dumb. Like, how, how can your opinions not come from facts? That's what disturbs me. Like, I, I don't understand it. It's like understanding a woman to me. I don't understand <laughs> how you can have opinions that don't, that aren't based on facts and history. In light of uh, recent events with our- Oh yeah, I should have said that. We support women. We Look, support women in their struggle. We yeah, are we definitely support- Look, who, 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 what podcast of Black men go on a limb <laughs> as far as defending women with these assault cases and things like that? We try, man. You yeah, gotta be fair. I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't want to- I don't want to- we get we got two percent female participation in the group. I don't want to lose that. Okay. Uh, well, technically seven point five. I don't know what okay. actually, but participation might be two percent. So, so okay. there's Again. there's five there's five point five percent of the women you haven't talked to yet to make them leave. Uh, yes, this this is true. This okay, happen cool. Uh, well, you know, some of them <laughs> I can't even go there because I'm trying to give them a little. I'm trying to give them a thirty day grace period. I should because of row. Trying to give them a thirty day grace period. But, oh, good. Uh, I, w- I won't bring all the noise at the. Uh, Oh but anyway, it's just like, why are people so dumb? And then I, and this guy's an all star, so I won't dog him too bad. But we did oh, an all star. No, no, no. This next guy I'm about to talk oh. about. Uh, I don't think I showed you this one, so I might send you the link. But um, so there was a post about Delonte West. I don't know if you saw it. He was given a flooring gig, um, by somebody when he was panhandling on the street. And let me send it to you. It should link to the little chat so you can just take a look at it because I'm going off the grid here. Uh, so he says, this is Nick Miller, cool guy, does the F1 stuff. We just had a disagreement. And I used to feel like this, so I'm not going to dog him too much. But this, I mean, I was like 20, though. This guy was shooting hoops at LA Fitness. I went down there uh, in Florida four relapses ago. I'm all for second chance, but I damn sure needed one. But he needs to figure his shit out. He's wasting a lot of people's time. He can check back into rehab whenever he wants. Enabling is a word that comes to mind. And I said, by giving him a job, and he says, Cuban, LeBron, everybody's attempt to help him. He's been handed a job at the job, yet he continues to go back out. He needs to do some soul searching, in my opinion. Well, first of all, we don't know that every time he's back on the street, it's because he's high. We're yeah. assuming that. But the man also has a mental illness. This is the same man that had 
uh, semi-automatic handgun in a guitar case years ago, riding on a motorcycle, like he's in damn John Wick movie. So already we we have an issue. I'm gonna let you jump in in a second. I said, Nick, Nick, drug addicts need to work, don't they? It's not like it's charity. And I said, you and any other person on earth can get the job he's getting. No one will take a pic and nobody on social media will take a picture of it. If he's getting humiliated on social media for a struggle many have, he has a disease and it's not going to be pretty. And uh, he basically said it wasn't disease. He was doing it to himself. That was Nick's point. Yeah. Um, due to my last profession, I'm going to disagree. <laughs> Addiction um, is a disease um and it's probably that logic as to why in this country we have so many people like Delonte west who don't get the help that they need because we don't believe that it's it's a disease or it needs to be treated with um a scientific and therapeutic perspective i mean i i too am a little annoyed at the the coverage but i'm also mindful that you know, he's a name, he's a, um, a prominent name as far as like, you know, people are going to know who Delonte West is because they keep seeing these images and stuff. So I'm like you, I'm not sure if I want to cast like full judgment because I don't, I don't know the, the, um, I don't know the limits to how much help these people have given him and, and so forth. But at the end of the day, the guy needs to work. Like you need to work to earn, to make a living, an honest living. And if he chooses to do that in this way, and if people choose to use their businesses to help him, whether it be for promotion or what, I mean, that's their right. So I, I don't I don't think this is along the same lines. Like I would have had that stance with like Josh Gordon, who Yeah, yeah, that's gets, a totally like, different yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean he's constantly getting help and things like that and, and tricking it up. Like I, I kind of have that stance with a situation like that. But in Delante's case. I think, like you said, this is definitely more mental health, and it's not even about drugs and drugs addiction addiction per se. Like he literally has something wrong with him, um, and I think you know, again, if if society was a little bit more understanding of these situations, we might prevent a lot of issues that we have right now that get blamed on mental health, which is a very political way of me dancing around that topic. <laughs> This is not, you know, we talk about her a lot, so I'm just going to let, I'm going to be free-flowing today, because I'm kind of all over the place anyway. Oh, and this is our, uh, <laughs> we we do this on the chat. This is not a political show, but this is just amazing right here. Uh, Lauren Bobert, I've never said her name. I like uh, but the, the one with the chat. It's hard to say she's cute, but I mean, she is cute. But I, mean, I kind of like her. I know, right? It's far until she talks. She said, I'm, yeah. she's really at a church. She says, I'm tired of this separation of church and state junk. The church is supposed to direct the government per founding fathers. Like, why aren't there, why isn't, I realize how tenuous this is when Trump came. Why isn't stuff in place to just take these people out? Like, these are violations of our principles. She's an elected official. She's talking about church and state doesn't, doesn't, isn't a real thing. Like, bro, no, you, you gotta go. Like, you should be fired. If I was the church, I wouldn't trust the state because they killed Jesus. Well, that too. That I'm just too. saying. So yes, yeah, that's just crazy. I just that's just neither here nor there. I'm not even advocating a side, but y'all know that is fucking wrong. I don't care who you are. You sitting there and acting like, like 
<laughs> I fucking say it. I don't expect anybody that's on the MAGA bandwagon to understand any concepts you of want, basic government principles. Do you really want the church running this country? Which no, I don't. Catholic I don't want the church running my home and my father's a pastor, okay? Right. The church, the, the Catholic church is still the most influential church in America. Is that the one you want? So, uh, no, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry I got on it, but just to hit that real quick. Uh, let's see. So we got Delonte, we got Church and State. Uh, you, this is near and dear to your heart. Kendrick Perkins uh, oh, going off on Draymond Green. Um, and he also had beef with uh, the Memphis boys too. What's your take on what's going on with Kendrick and all these, which really just, it's like wrestling for him. It, it, it only enhances him. But what's your take on Kendrick Perkins lately? And his I think, um, antagonists? The situation with Bain and, and Morant was goofy. Like I don't, I don't really consider that like a big insult. And then the way he responded to Bain, and the way Bain responded, like I don't think I think there was much to do about nothing. And then Ja got involved. And I'm gonna just let you know, like there's just certain lingo that you just need to be aware of. And once again, we are dealing with the gentleman who has made it known on more than several occasions that he's not fighting. And so when you say I lip box all day, and he said we're not talking about lip boxing. You got to let that go. <laughs> Just let that go. Unless you bought that life. And and Perk, not he not no gangster. He not trying to act like he a gangster either. So, I mean, he just dropped it. He said, carry on. You know, the like thing, he usually does. The thing about Perk, though, is he's trying. He's don't have, he didn't make the kind of money these guys making. No, so, he didn't. But that, but that doesn't, like, like, you can still have criticisms and opinions whether people agree or not, like a lot of these new generation athletes just go at people because they disagree with what they said. Like, I, I get that you feel some kind of way, but me saying your jump shot sucks is not a personal attack. Exactly. Exactly. That's not a personal it's attack. analysis. Analysis. Yeah. Like, why is it? Whether it's right or wrong. You calling me a coon is a personal attack. Yeah, exactly. Right? Which brings me to the Draymond thing. And, and I said it to Chase this morning. And, and again, I understand country folk man because you know you do understand it too like this is this is our upbringing these are our roots these slow talking individuals like perk man if you ain't got hands leave them alone because if they hit you they're gonna knock you out they're gonna knock you out all these slow talking dudes we we all know them they just dumb strong slow that's and, what i'm saying man and if they connect with you, it's a wrap in draymond's case draymond has already been proven it is documented that he is not about any of this shit he talked about. And that's that college, one time, that college kid, they say he smacked. Yeah, he, he smacked the college kid. kid. But when Tristan Thompson, a, yeah, kid, a grown-ass man, approached him about it and smacked him, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. And it and it always takes me back to, to my saying, and like I said, how I was raised, I ain't got to win the fight, but I got to get respect, man. Like, People will respect you if you take an L, if you're defending yourself. Even if you can't fight, at least they know. Like I feel like people gonna have more respect for you as an as a individual if you defend yourself. And then we could just be brunt as a man, especially in our culture. Like if you if you run your mouth and somebody smack you, you can't fight. We gonna make fun of you, but we gonna respect the fact that you still stood on your word. That's what standing on what you say means and stuff like that like all this stand on your word and then when you get smacked you ain't about that life like shut the hell up draymond <laughs> yeah, that's and perk, perk was nice yeah. about it 
Perk, I mean, he's just talking basketball for the most part. Yeah. The same thing's going on with Westbrook and Durant and Skip, which God knows you don't want to feed Skip. Uh, Westbrook went off on Skip in a very similar way. He's like, don't say something you want to say to my face. You don't think Skip Bayless will say this, call you Westbrook to your face? Even if it's, if it's a gym wrong, you ain't going to kill him. <laughs> so if you get to him and you grab him, somebody's going to jump in and it's going to make his career. It, it, it's going to give him more ratings. You're probably the best thing to ever happen in this show. You went on his show and attacked him or his podcast. I, I just think I just think it's ridiculous, man. And and again, from a cultural standpoint, yo, a black man calling you a coon is just the same as a white man calling you the n-word. And there there are times where it can be it can be a diplomatic end to something like that. But when you publicly go out and, and call me out my name with some shit like that, like when I see you, it has to be addressed. So you you have two options. You can apologize. And we can handle like men, or you can give me some bullshit excuse, and I'm gonna hit you right in your mouth. I don't care what it is because there's there's a point in in our in our lives where disrespect has to be. There's no fucking price you can put on disrespect, and it ain't gotta be something you do publicly. Draymond's accessible, so is Perk. I'm pretty sure they meet each other backstage or some shit like that, and then like Tristan Thompson pulled up on his ass in the club. Want no cameras around. We ain't even got footage of. We just got stories. But it happened. And we know it happened. And he handled it just like he had to handle it because Draymond disrespected him, called him out his name, and he felt some kind of way about it. It could be a similar situation. I think that's how Perk should handle it for real. Like we already know he a bitch. Don't let yeah. this man talk about you like too. that. Like, why well, yeah, I mean, the one I have a fool with? First of all, he's an enforcer. Second of all, he's like six eight, probably two eighty. Like that's like what you, if you hit him, is he gonna feel it? Like, hey, you 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 trying to be funny and show off and key 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 for everybody around you, but ain't nobody got your back when these hands get on you. It's just you and me. So we gonna see. And like he said, and it's true. Like Draymond's not that light. We already know he ain't got no little crew. He ain't got no goons. He ain't got no squad and nothing like that. Stephen Clay and anybody he with on his team ain't gonna do nothing. Not right now, them if like- them paws get put on. When Tristan Thompson smacked him, won't nobody by his side. <laughs> so he needs to, he need to, he really need to call that man up and apologize for real. He really do. Which I rarely say those types of things, but like again, like I said, culturally speaking, like that's that's over the line. That's over the line. And we the people we call coons, like Clarence Thomas and 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 some shit like that, uh the Candace Owens and stuff. Perk is not like that. He's not like that. Barkley is close to it. Depends on the day. Being honest, uh, with that, I guess this would be irrational confidence of Team Nickel News. Uh, Benedict Mathern of Arizona fame. He says a lot of people say he's great. I want to see how great he is. I don't think anybody is better than me. He's gonna have to show me he's better than me. Uh, he was talking about next question, LeBron. Yeah, nah, next Green. question, bro. Bro, Ain't nobody listen to this what? shit, man. Is, is, don't even, don't even get that publicity. Don't even <laughs> entertain that shit. Did he go to the Pacers? Did he go to the Pacers? <laughs> yeah. Man, shut up. <laughs> I mean, get out of here. I, you know, I liked him until until the, I found out that that was a real quote. I know it seems like one of those onion quotes or one of those yeah. quotes. 
from uh, Ball Sack Sports or anything like that. But uh, yeah, over and under, how many years will it be until Arch Manning has left the University of Texas? Hey, if 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 the rumor is true, from what Ben said in the chat today, if he commit in January, if he commit in January, uh, they gonna have a decision to make. And Ewers just came from Ohio State, and they pretty much gave him the keys to the kingdom. And he's a South Lake, Texas boy. I don't know, man. If if he don't start, if he don't start the first year, he eligible. He out. I guarantee you, he out. I mean, this is Arch Archie Manning. Now the the word is is that he's okay with red shirting. Like that's in the rumor mills, and mm-hmm. and, and the family has kind of implied that that was that was their plan too. Like he's okay with red shirting. Once again, I call bullshit. Watch Bama. Watch Bama is all I'm gonna say. Just watch it. <laughs> if having him sit like that is dangerous because other people can still get to him. Yeah. So still, there could be other opportunities. And honestly, if you have to sit and watch the Texas program with that alcoholic running it, whether you, you whether you're playing or sitting, you're not going to stay there if you got common sense. How many people from Texas got drafted last year? I, I, I believe it rhymes with hero. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. The the Manning weight would carry. He could he could go fucking o four hundred. Never win a game. But how's that gonna make, make you a look, team? though? How, how's I, know, I know. I know. You know that's what I mean. So like, even if he does get drafted, which you, you probably will no matter what, you you're killing your draft stock by playing for these six and six or whatever seven and five teams. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I just. I just um I I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know the nuances of cuz I honestly didn't expect them to actually pick Texas. So I feel like there had to be some some understanding of a timeline and when he would play the fact that he's willing to to wait a year uh apparently with the red shirt kind of makes me believe that they that they have a plan. But does Ewers know about this plan? I keep calling him Ewers. I don't know how he pronounces his name. But does Quinn? Does Quinn know about this plan? Because <laughs> the little bit I've seen of Quinn, I don't think he gone in two years. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, I don't know. And and it's a good problem to have when your QB room is is too packed. Ohio State has shown that. Um, but it's is Sarkeesian the guy to navigate that? Like you said, I don't know. Um, I don't know. So um, we what we do know is that Texas is going Texas. And they're going to the SEC, too. That's the worst. Texas thing. is going Texas. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's his thinking, the SEC. I don't know what they're thinking of. I mean, maybe it was actually the kid's decision and not. It sounds like a child's decision and not, a, um, <laughs> not an adult decision because that is not the place that he should have went. But we shall see. Mm-hmm. We shall definitely see. Um. That one, let's see what else we got. We got Chase, uh, we got Chase trolling. We got, and this is really, I don't understand this. No, I did not read all of the articles. Most of the time I do. I'm not going to read the article. I'm just dumb shit. Ohio State successfully trademarks the word the, the most commonly word, used word in the English language. 
how the hell do you trademark the word the or as they say the which really isn't even the because the has two e's but i i, I digress it's it's hilarious because uh somebody said they today to chase and he said watch it you one letter you one letter short for being <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I, I was cracking up about that. So um, honestly, I um, I don't know how that was approved. I actually openly said that, like, how did they even get that approved? Because some other stuff has not been approved that were less common, but more common. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's definitely happened. So I'm like, what? What has happened? I, I don't, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, my mom had some hot takes for the draft. Uh, Mama happy, Carlton. Happy hanging out with Mama Carlton. First time she's uh, made the podcast. Uh, when she saw Adam Silver, because I was watching a draft at her house. So he comes on the screen. She probably hasn't seen him before. She said, he is not for the camera. Can they put a hat on him <laughs> or something? He looks like an alien. I said, Mom, oh, I said, Mom, it doesn't matter. That's just his job. She said, some people just should not be on TV. And I, I got soft because I was like defending them. Like, no, that's the way it used to be, man. You didn't put certain people on the camera because you're offending our eyes. Now all this stuff where everybody's like, oh, yeah, give him a chance. No, man, don't even be, you're not, you're not photogenic. Get off the, don't, don't, don't pose for photos and videos. I mean, that, if you show, if you lined up all the commissioners, he would be the person I would assume was the most inclusive when it comes to like <laughs> respecting his players and, and whatnot. Look like that being the most progressive, but he he does look. He you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit when the dude took his hat off, whatever. <laughs> like the villain. That's he, he definitely could like. be a meme of villains, or he kind of looks like Mega Man without the blue head. He can uh, do that too. Uh, but dang, Mama Carlton, yeah, she was tough on that. I that surprise. She'll surprise you every now and then. Uh, you had you know, some funny stuff. You showed me a clip of Knicks fans struggling. You posted about Chris Sims and Dupree and Randall Kerstead struggling. Uh, what was going on with the Knicks draft? That's that was my favorite moment of the draft. Watching Spike Lee come out, it was just such so genuine. You got Stephen A. with his hands between his with his head between his hands, like not this again. Spike coming in, being the fan that he is, trying to console him and tell him that you know we just gotta be faithful. We just gotta be faithful. And Jalen Rose looking for the next exit to find another team. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said that's who uh, who they are. I, I um I enjoy that Chris has adopted the Spike Lee role when it comes to the Knicks because I mean he has been day one faithful which God bless him I don't know how, I remember he used to cheer for Melo and make dumb I used, bets to, grab, I used to get on him so hard about Melo used to used to kill this man's pockets every season bet though the, the and I was, yeah I was like y'all can make the playoffs he said yeah man fifty dollars hundred dollars nah bro y'all ain't make the playoffs y'all can make the first round nah bro. But I, I had a, f- a funny post uh, where I posted uh, Spike Lee holding up Aaron Judge's bat because he had a walk off against the Astros. Oh, I, and I was like, dang! I said, dang! They made Chris switch sports. <laughs> He's so desperate. I know. He's like desperate, bro. It's, yeah. Spike Lee want to be just associated with the winner, man. It, it, that's all it is. He just want to be associated with the winner. 
So it's tough. I, I, I don't know. Uh, anything else you want to get in before uh, before we go? Oh, man, I had all kind of shit I wanted to complain about, but I forgot. Oh, yes. Um, make sure you check out um, the baseball podcast. But just in case you don't, check out the baseball podcast. I will just put this at the end. Um, I just want to call Clayton Kershaw a bitch. Uh, what do you because, do? bro, this man questioned Freddie Freeman, said that he just hopes that Freddie doesn't treat them as a second fiddle. Freddie Freeman has been like literally grew up with the Atlanta Braves. They birthed him, they brought yeah, him in I, I, I and every like he's a part of our culture, part of the organization. Like, he means a lot. This is his first fucking time coming to Atlanta, and he got the ring. His championship ring. They did a presentation for him or whatever. Of course, he's overcome with emotion. Like, of course, he when he was talking about like you know it felt weird coming in in a different uniform, and you know, but he took the same drive and this and that. Like, of course, bro. Of course, when Atlanta came to to LA, his son hugged uh, Dansby Swanson like like you know like that's his uncle type thing. Like that was it was genuine love. So don't question whether or not he's committed to the Dodgers because he got emotional on his return home getting his championship ring. Like any athlete who spends over a decade with an organization and wins a championship and then has it presented to them in a different uniform would probably be overcome with emotion. Like that's normal. And I'm like, who are you to even question that? Like fucking, I can't call him a bum because he's, <laughs> but he kind of is. And the, he's, got, he's got one fucking ring. Like shut up. It just made me mad that, that he said that. And then they talked about it on ESPN. And so I was going to rant about that uh, later on the baseball show. But, yeah, just wanted yeah, to call Clay Kershaw. I saw a whole bunch of baseball stories. I was like, nah, I'm not I'm doing that. I know. I've been spamming the group. No, no. I'm talking about to put in the – for, like, when I was going through the uh, – what to talk about, I was like, nah, we're going to stay with the popular sports. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> we should give you the five minutes. They used to do, like, the five minutes of soccer – on Dan Patrick or something like that, 30 seconds of soccer. We'll give you like 30 seconds to talk about baseball every week, maybe, or something like That's that. That's fine. They throw hands. You know, I was into the know. fight yesterday. I was, yeah, into I was the fight. They, I was like, oh, here we go. They throw, they was throwing hands for real. I was wild. <laughs> the dude was throwing out. I said, this is like, I said, how crazy is this? This is actually baseball culture, like throwing shit onto the diamond, trash in the dugout. Like, that's really legit part of baseball. Like, some things about baseball are cool. Like, no other sport could you get away with that. And the manager was like, well, sometimes that kind of stuff happens. You know, you play each other this many times in, in a week. <laughs> like, man, what? <laughs> like, only in baseball will you be allowed to throw stuff on the court or, well, field or whatever. The, the place that you play is what I'm trying to say. And then, like, it's not even a big deal. You know, we move on. You double bird the crowd and, and come out and play the next day. And that's what the other guy said. Uh, I didn't know his name because it was quick. It's a white guy. He said, the only thing I apologize for is the fans that I flicked off, you know. The yeah, Jesse Winker. Especially. He said, that's the only thing I apologize for. I said, that's, that's a real man right there. Hey, look, the best part of that fight was, you know, who the, the guy who he was fighting was the, the one that was injured. He had a cast on. They, they, I heard I that. Know He's saying. out for the season. Yeah, I don't, know what, season. I don't know what they said. They told me he was out for the season. Yup. He came <laughs> up and dug out out the dugout with one fucking arm and f- tried to fight, man. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is our show. Remember, guys, please rate, subscribe, and share, especially the rate and subscribe on iTunes if you haven't done that. For Actively Lazy, this is the commission asking you, you got a minute, fam? <laughs>